Welcome back to the Inner Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Mullaney, and quite honestly, there's a lot to unpack here. I haven't made a podcast in at least a month and a half, and probably, not even probably, almost definitely longer than that. I, apparently, don't know how to, um work a podcast recording system. I've been using OBS. I also know how to use Audition. I don't know how to record my friends on a Discord call, though. So, this is just a filler episode. Where I'm just gonna talk about some things, you know, that have been on my mind, and what I think about them. It's kind of the point of the podcast. But we'll jump right into it. TikTok. TikTok is a thing that exists in the world, and I'm not sure what I think about it. Because a lot of the times, with stupid social media apps, it's like, oh, they're just like, unless it's, unless it's one of the staples, so like, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, those four, like the big four, and like Facebook, not even so much, just because it's like, like that. That's where I put stuff for like, my family to see, more so than like my friends. Um, So then we'll just take Facebook out of the equation. We'll say Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Those are the big three. And then TikTok made its debut. For me, it started out out as a meme. Just a, oh yeah, this is some stupid app. And then my roommate at the time, she kept sending me things. She's like, oh, watch this video. And then I got tired of just like going to the safari app on my phone to like watch these tiktoks that i was like i'll just download tiktok um and it was fine i started realizing i was spending increasing amounts of hours on the app um until we got into quarantine and i was like hmm i'm gonna make a tiktok and let me tell you it's so addictive you make one TikTok and then it's like, oh, but let me make this next one and then the next one and then the next one. I think I have like 13 or 14 TikToks on my account after I had spent so many months making fun of people with TikTok. I am such a hypocrite. Um, but like, I like the concept of TikTok. Sort of. Like, I don't I don't like the fact that Instagram tried to rip off TikTok with its little, like, reels thing whenever TikTok was like, oh, we're gonna get banned from the United States because Donald Trump doesn't like that Gen Z's bullying him. I don't know. Um, but I, like, I like the concept of TikTok. It's short videos. They keep your attention span. And the way the algorithm works is, like, it's super specific and it gets super specific so like the more you're on it the more curated your content's gonna be and that's not the worst thing in the world unless all of a sudden you just like immediately stop liking something in which then it's kind of problematic because then it's like oh god i'm still watching this like stupid dance video or whatever what i don't like about tiktok is the amount of gatekeeping on the app so like there are sides of tiktok right So there's like the straight side of TikTok and no one wants to be on the straight side of TikTok. And then there's like alt TikTok, which is like 
where I guess the easiest way to explain it would be like where the funny creators are or like the the not dance related videos and not like like I don't know but I feel like I know more people on that side of TikTok than I do on straight TikTok but maybe that's just like oh yeah that's your friend group so that makes sense but I'm not even sure that like I'm not even sure my boyfriend's little sister is on straight TikTok um and then there's like gay TikTok and like animal TikTok puppy talk whatever it is there's witch talk um which i've been told very specifically stay away from um there's like talks for all the different sports i don't know i think it's kind of stupid because people are like oh if you're on straight tiktok don't talk to me and it's like bruh it's a freaking app bro get over yourself i like i don't get it it's an app that people have a good time on and if you're not on that side of tiktok and you all of a sudden stumble upon that side of tiktok it's because you liked things that got you there does that not make sense like you're liking things with the same hashtag you're liking things with the same music or the same sound or this or that like you're you're putting yourself there and some people want to be there so it's like can't you just, you know, live your life and have a good time and stop being so toxic? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I, I think it's a cool thing. Kind of because of how the algorithm works. Because it's like, oh, the more I like baseball-related content, I'm gonna get more baseball-related content. Um, The more I like music content, the more I'm gonna get that. What I, like, the other thing that's, like, kind of weird about the algorithm, though, is it's, like, sometimes it'll just put one thing in, so it's, like, hey, you should look at this more often. And then it's, like, well, I don't like this. Like, it, it was a song, and I was, like, I don't like the song. So I was, like, show me less of this or whatever. Like, don't show me this again, because you can, like, long tap on the on the screen, and then it'll pop up, like, a little, little box of options and stuff, and it's, like, I don't like this. So I, I said, I don't like this. And then it showed it to me again. And I was like, why do you have the I don't like this option if you're not gonna honor my decision? But whatever. Um, and then sometimes I get put onto like, like I'll get videos that pop up on my For You page that are just not in English. <laughs> And not in French either. So I've gotten Russian and Japanese and uh, Spanish a couple of times. And I don't speak Spanish or Japanese or Russian. Like, the Russian videos are cool, don't get me wrong. But it's not what I want to be on the app for. Um, I don't know. That's I guess that's that on TikTok. And then there's baseball. Baseball has been a number this year. And we're already halfway through the season. I didn't even realize we were already halfway through the season. Because they were like, oh, we're going to do a shortened season. Like, first it started off with, like, hey, COVID. Whack. And then no baseball. So then they were like, hey, we'll talk to the MLBPA. And then the commission was like, hey, no. And then the MLBPA was like, hey, no. Um, And we did that dance, like, seven or eight times. And then they were like, hey... 60 game shortened season. Go for it. 
and everyone was like, yeah, alright. Um, but the thing is, it, like, changes every day. It's never, like, like, are we actually gonna play 60 games? Do we actually know what we're gonna do? Um, and then, because of, like, the police brutality that's been happening a lot this year, that's, like, like, the Black Lives Matter movement that's coming up again, um, it's just, it's been a time. So, so far... We've had doubleheader, so they made doubleheader seven innings each. That way you're not playing as many innings in a day because they're not doing day-night doubleheaders. They're usually doing, like, back-to-back doubleheaders with, like, 30-minute breaks in between. Um, so, like, that one I kind of understand, but I don't like it. Like, come on, I want to watch a baseball game, not a softball game. Let's get real. Um, (laughs) and then there's, like, the problems that, like... Like, the COVID testing and the contact tracing, but they're not bubbling. Like, because I think, personally, they could have done a bubble. Um, very differently than how the NHL, the, M- the NBA did a bubble. But I think they could bubble. Like, if you think about it, they're they're traveling a lot. Like, like they're probably going to get exposed more often than any of the other people. Like, any of the like other leagues, except for football, because we don't know what football's going to do yet. But baseball has, like, the ability they could, because a lot of the stadiums, right, a lot of the ballparks, they're near um, metropolitan areas or they're, like, they're their own touristy destination that they have, um, they have hotels near. So you rent out that that whole hotel. Um, and that's, like, where the team is going to stay. And that's where both teams will stay, like, all the time. So, like, in Houston, you could have them stay at the, like, the Sheraton or whatever it is. It's, like, right down the road from Minute Maid Park. Um, so you have the team quarantined there. And that's, like, because all they're going to do is go back and forth from the field to the hotel to the field to the hotel, right? So then you bubble them there. And then... They can have floors if it's like an eight-story building or something like that. Because, like, the hotels downtown Houston are massive. They get the first, like, four floors. Or they get the first, like, if it's a 16, like, if it's a super tall building, then, like, the first eight floors. And that's all them. So you can have, like, your Justin Verlander is on one floor. And, um, like, he gets a whole floor to himself or something like that. Or he gets the fancy suite or whatever. And then you have, like, the bullpen guys and the rookies are all on a floor to themselves. And, like, like so you can... And, and everyone can travel within it. But it's just so, you know, they can get, like, essentially what what they deserve um, in terms of, a like, a sucky situation like this. Because they have it in their contract. So, like, when they travel, it's like, oh, well, Justin Verlander gets a... Like, he doesn't have to have a roommate. He just stays by himself because, you know, he's Justin Verlander and he's, like, earned it. Um, so then they get floors 1 through 8 or they get 8 through... Or 9 through 16 or whatever. And then you have the visiting team. They get the other half of the building. So then they get 1 through 8 or this, that, and the other. Like, like you can work it out and they essentially bubble. Like, you have 30 different hotels, right? One for every city, and then you just split it in half for the team and like for the team that's that stays there and then the team that's coming in because a lot of these guys they don't live in the city that they play in full like all year they have permanent homes outside of the city they play in like Ken Giles played for the Astros and now is with the Blue Jays but his permanent home is in like Arizona a lot of the guys are like that like 
unless unless they love the city like unless they love the city that they play in or they have like a family with like roots and everything already like then that makes sense like aj hinch who was the manager for the astros he stayed in houston because his daughter was like a senior in high school so it made sense that they weren't going to move as soon as he got fired it also makes sense that that's why they stay here during the off season because she's in high school and it sucks for someone who's in high school or middle school even to like have to transfer schools elementary school it's a little bit different because they like don't have like friends they haven't had friends for nearly as long but like in high school you usually like have like a pretty good bond with your friends or your classmates or whatever um like kyle tucker he um is from like plant city florida or tampa or wherever and so he like spends a lot of his off season back in florida at home which makes sense so i don't know maybe it's just because i think like a lot like a lot of teams have a lot of younger guys like the demo like not demographic but like the players the player demographic is getting younger and younger especially this year because they don't have to play like they don't really have to pay the younger guys um so you have a lot of that going on so i think you could have bubbled and it wouldn't have been a problem obviously a lot of people think otherwise but that's just what i thought um or even you could have just had everyone play in texas i get it texas would have been like the worst place to play but like you could have done the same thing with new york new york's significantly smaller there's a lot of like there's less cases um you have two major league ballparks and then you have a boatload of minor league ballparks so you have places to play you have places to like hold teams and it shouldn't matter since you're not playing with fans and then if you want to give like like okay the yankees play at yankee stadium or whatever their field is called um so you have them play at yankee stadium and then it's like oh well they get home field advantage because that's where they always play okay so then shuffle them Put the Astros at Yankee Stadium, put the Yankees in City Field, and then put the Mets in a minor league park, and then everyone else is in a minor, a minor league park. Or you can, like, and then you can rotate out every week. Like, like this is the season for, like, random crap like that. This is where you can test stuff. Like, the, uh, the extra inning base runner on second. Like, I don't like it, but also it makes sense that you're going to do that this year as opposed to like trying to put that in in like a regular season because odds are you're not gonna really like everyone's gonna freak out if you do it during a regular season like now you can get away with it um i don't know and then there's like the injury thing i think the summer camp was way too short because you think about it pitchers and catchers always report early to um spring training so they have like double the time or they have like two extra weeks or something like that to get their arms ready because now you have people like justin verlander out garrett cole i think missed his first start in a year yesterday um madison bumgarner's out Corey kluber's out like everyone's getting hurt because they haven't had enough time to prepare and they haven't been able to get there. Like, I don't care if you let all the guys, like, throw during the off season. I don't care if they had throwing partners. I don't care if they had, like, all sorts of stuff. But the the matter of the fact is you're losing pitchers left and right to Tommy John surgery, which is saying they're putting too much strain on their elbow too quickly. And that ligament, the UCL ligament, is, like, the most... That's the most valuable part of a baseball player arguably the most valuable piece of like 
body <laughs> in all sports. There is nothing more important than that UCL. Because if, if it's torn, right, if it's torn, you're out for at least a year. And you're not even sure if you're going to come back better. Like Lance McCullers had Tommy John surgery over the offseason and... It doesn't seem like he's doing better. It doesn't seem like he's doing worse, but he doesn't seem like he doesn't seem like he's in the same spot that he was when he left. Is all I'm saying. Roberto Osuna is going to go out and get his second Tommy John surgery. Ryan Barucki had his second Tommy John surgery. What's going to happen if he needs a third? Like you have to think about the safety of your players too. So you can't have them go out there like Zach Greinke maybe be a, like that that's a little different. Um, but you have these players going out and they're throwing the, like the same seven innings or eight innings that they would during a regular season with regular spring training, but this isn't the same. You're like having to adjust on the fly all the time because this just isn't like, you're going to hurt people. You're going to break people. You're going to lose big contracts. Like dynasty teams are not going to be dynasty teams. Like, right now, anybody has a chance for the title, right? Except maybe, like, Boston. Boston was the first to lose 20 games. So, maybe Boston doesn't have a chance. But I think everybody else is still fairly, like, they're in it still. And the team that's going to win is going to be the team that can stay the healthiest the whole year. So you've seen, like, the Marlins had a COVID outbreak. The Cardinals had a COVID outbreak. Um, Like, you have to keep your team healthy. And I think everyone's so bogged down on, like, COVID stuff that they're forgetting that, hey, hey, pitchers, arms, you know, like, body, that's a thing that also has to be taken into account. Like, Carlos Correa throwing himself all over the field. Like, they're not getting the same recovery time. They're playing 60 games in, in 66 days. That, like, you're not gonna... You're setting yourself up for failure is all I'm saying. You're having longer homestands, longer, like, road trips. It sucks for the Rangers and the Astros because they have to travel the most. They're the only two teams in Texas, and they're in the West. So they're traveling thousands of miles consistently. They're playing in the West Coast, so they have the time change. Like, that's the one like crappy thing about being like in a like a West a West team, but still be in like the Central time zone. Cause you're you're given so many like weird things to change and all that stuff. Um, but like, what do I know? I'm just a kid. Uh, and then there's like the boycotting so recently um, there was a shooting of a black man seven times in the back I don't remember his name but it resulted in boycotts Um, I think it ultimately resulted in a strike from the NBA. I don't remember what that, like, what was caused or what happened to cause that. But I do know that, uh, the Bucks were going to, um, uh, 
boycott game five, the Rockets, the Raptors, many teams were boycotting games. So then I think they decided to go on strike, but I will look that up. Um, I know the Milwaukee Brewers also went on strike, or like, not on strike, but like boycotted their game last night. Um, MLS, WNBA. Um, like this year it's like super serious and and it's not like every other year it's not super serious but I don't know this year it's getting a lot of not just big name players it's the like the smaller guys the lesser known guys the people that are usually really quiet they're starting to stand up and speak out like it's just it's interesting is all I'm saying like there's nothing really there for for me to unpack it's just this is this is a lot of stuff that I've never seen before either. Um, but that's that. So players meeting ends without resolution as Lakers and Clippers vote to boycott vote to boycott the season. Other twenty eight vote other twenty eight teams vote to continue. Um it was so, okay, so a meeting involving the NBA's players tonight has ended without a resolution. This was yesterday, as the Los, yesterday being August 26th, as the Los Angeles Angels and Los Angeles Clippers both voided, voted to boycott the remainder of the season, while the other 28 teams voted to continue playing. It was reported that LeBron James then walked out of the meeting and was followed by his team and the Clippers. A ballroom in Orlando, uh, in an Orlando hotel, was the center of the action tonight following the boycotts of today's playoff games in the wake of shooting of in, in the wake of the shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The league's owners are meeting tomorrow morning. The players are hoping to bring the nation's attention to issues surrounding Blake's shooting, though one can wonder how effective the message would be without the platform of basketball. Um so I don't know. I think it's interesting that players are starting to really take a stand. Because in the past, it's been like, oh, well, I can't say anything right now. Because if I say something now, then, like, the commissioner is going to get on me. Or my team is going to get on me. The PR people are going to get on me. Like, I just can't. Like, that's just, it's not safe for me to say something like that. But this year, it seems like, hey, man, if I'm going to get fined, then effing fine me. Because I'm going to say it. I really do not care anymore. Um, like, LeBron James is obviously one of those people that's, like, kind of above it. Um, just because, you know, he's kind of the face of basketball. Um, and, and I think in baseball, you started to see this a lot after the cheating scandal with the Astros. You see players come out and say that, like, hey, I don't like that they, like, that they took, either they took the championship away from us or... What if, like, because you really can't say that, and this is going to be me sounding like a jerk because I'm an Astros fan, but the Astros didn't take anything away from anybody. They won two of the four games in the World Series on the road. They won the World Series on the road. It's not like, like, that game could have gone any way. So unless you're saying they were cheating on the road, which I don't really want to get into because I don't know how they would have done it. But it is what it is. Um, so, but but you started seeing that a lot, and then you see Mike Trout come out and say stuff. Mike Trout never says anything. 
Um, and then following that, it was COVID. And then after that, it was, like, Black Lives Matter. And so once that started happening, you see, like, Tony Kemp reaching, like, reaching out to his platforms and saying, like, hey, be the plus one or whatever. I don't remember what it was, but it was, like, be the change. Um, the plus one movement. And he, like, he takes the time. And if he, if there are ignorant fans, which there are, that's how it always is. Every sport has ignorant fans like that. Um, he takes the time to answer questions. Um, and, and he, like, makes his voice heard. Uh, obviously, there's people like Trevor Bauer who d- doesn't, like, he does not necessarily the opposite. He makes himself heard, but, like, not always for the right reasons. Um, any, like, anything he does is a marketing ploy. Uh, if he can monetize it, he'll monetize it. And he says F you to Rob Manfred, which, uh, granted, Rob Manfred is not a great, like, not the best in terms of commissioners, but obviously you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, but it's like, it's cool to see stuff like that. You see guys that don't normally speak out coming out about things they care about, um, instead of just being like a ball player. Um, it's kind of funny though sometimes when you see like, like there was one time at the beginning of the Black Lives Matter thing when LeBron James was saying stuff. There was a lady on Fox News. She was like, just shut up and play basketball. Uh, and he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep saying stuff. Um, but then I think the little whatever, Donald Trump Jr., I think he is going to go talk to LeBron James. Or he's going to try to talk to LeBron James today about, like, hey, you shouldn't, like, like you're supposed to be playing basketball. He, like, tweeted something about it, and it was really, like, awkward. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's kind of been, like, on my mind lately. I kind of wanted to unpack that. Obviously, there's not a whole bunch to unpack when you're by yourself, but sometimes it's good to just talk and get it all out and, like, record it. So you can put it somewhere and then see if other people agree with you or other people think you're freaking stupid. Because <laughs> sometimes I think I'm the only one that thinks these things and then everyone's going to be like, Amanda, why do you, you dumb, you dumb freaking chick who thinks she knows things about sports and wants to go into sports. You don't know nothing. No, nah, I promise. I know some stuff. I just don't think the same way as everyone else. Like, you get, you, you go to point, from point A to point B, and I go point A to A.2 to A.6, back to A.4, and then I'll get to 2, B, B eventually. See, that's the problem. I go from A to 2. I don't know no B, I don't know no alphabet. <laughs> it is A to 2. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Um... If you've enjoyed this podcast, stay tuned. There will be more episodes this semester as I have returned to Denton um, and have also figured out how to record Discord calls. So stick around. Subscribe to my podcast uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, any other place that podcasts are posted. You can find me there. Um, if you want to follow me, my Instagram and Twitter is amelini53. I hope you listen to my a voice again someday. Have a good day.